go. Hello, everybody. This is the first episode of the Real Bros of the U District podcast. I'd like to take a quick second to introduce all of the bros to you. I'll start with myself. I'm Gabe. I'm a student at the UW studying economics and political science. Danny. Uh, hey, guys. I'm Danny. Uh, I am studying electrical engineering here at the University of Washington. Uh, my name's Cooper. Uh, I'm studying economics and math here at UW. My name is Ryan, and I am in the field of social studies and education. Okay, now that we've got everybody introduced, because we just finished up the regular season play in Pac-12 men's basketball, I think it'd be appropriate to have our first episode be an appreciation of Husky Athletics for this year. That being said, let's get started. How good have the fucking dogs been this year, boys? Go fucking dogs. Fucking great, Fucking dogs. Fucking impressed. Well, regular regular season champs, right? For both football and basketball. Exactly. I mean, I think that says as much about the Pac-12 as it says about the dogs. (laughs) I mean, that's that's still nothing (laughs) to shake your head at. Yeah, true. We're going in number one to the tourney, right? Number one seed? To the uh, Pac-12 to tourney. To the Pac-12 tourney, yeah. Right. For sure. We ended up with, what, three losses in Pac-12 play. Yeah, and, uh, one to fucking Oregon. Who else did we lose? One to Cal. We did lose to fucking Cal, which is fucking embarrassing. We didn't yeah. lose the WSU, though. We lost to ASU, ASU, Cal, and Oregon. Oh. ASU wasn't terrible, but, like, Oregon AS- and Cal, those ASU put together a losses. solid season. They ended up second in the Pac-12. I think they went, they had, they had four losses in conference yeah. play. I think they still They're got a chance solid. to get in, too. If they win the Pac-12, obviously they get a ticket to dance. But if they don't, I mean, they still have kind of a case, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So, realistically, what do we think the dogs are about to be seated in the in the NCAA tournament? I was well, thinking about this it, earlier today. This like depends a lot on how we do in the Pac-12 that tournament. Is 100%. Like if we win the Pac-12 tournament, we could. Eight or seven? I I we could be a six. I think if we win the Pac-12. No way. Holy! I hell. think we could be a six. So there's, a little optimistic. There's there. so many. There's so there's so many strong teams in stronger conferences. Yeah, I, I mean feel. that's true. Um, I think it's fair to say that we just have an inferiority complex as a as an effect of just being part of the the Pac-12. Yeah. yeah. Uh, year after year, I think we have a pretty pretty awful showing in terms of basketball. I mean, and football for that matter. But I feel it's like not quite as bad. We've turned it around though in the past couple years, especially after Romar who's now down at Pepperdine, I believe. After, he was a good recruiter, but not a good coach, as mm-hmm. you like to say, Gabe. Oh, of course. And I mean, just take the last class that he was going to have before coming Michael to Porter Jr. Michael Porter, Dejon Davis, Jalen Noel. Um, who's the other kid from, another kid from Missouri, I think. It's, isn't it? We were going to have Jonte. Porter's... Well, Jonte is from Missouri, but uh, the other kid that went to Missouri with him, he was a five-star, four-star point guard. He's, I think it was like Blake Harris or something. So I think what what we should say is uh, give credit to Mike Hopkins for turning this program around yeah, in, the, in the last few years. Mike Hopkins has done a fantastic job taking what was seemingly a lack of talent and turning it into a surplus. I mean, like Matisse Thibel is going to be the defensive player of the year now. Like The first-round draft pick. Oh, easily first-round draft pick. Same with Jalen Noel. Jalen Noel could be a first-round draft pick if he performs well in the tournament and, and, and March Madness. Like... Just an overall outstanding ability or outstanding job by Mike Hopkins to develop the young guys. I mean, I didn't even know these guys until this year. I didn't <laughs> no. know any of their names. <laughs> no. And they're all stars now. But now I fucking love them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also like the kind of culture, like 
the first year he came in, you guys remember he came and gave a talk with the girls and the boys. He yeah. was, came in with Noah Dickerson and Matisse Thibel. And he uh, and he got us fired up. Oh yeah, and, <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, he got us fired up. And then I know before one of the games, maybe against Gonzaga, he came out last year and like gave the first people in line like pizza and stuff. This is getting the no. This is uh, Coach Hop. Oh really? So yeah, he's he's intense. He's an intense student. He he definitely did a good job of building a culture around kind of his intensity. And to your point, Tariff, I think it's it's really um, it's impressive to see how much like just the culture around uh, Husky basketball has grown just in the last two years. I, if as you briefly mentioned, like Coach Hop like came to the house and literally was like, "Please show up to the basketball <laughs> yeah. games." And now and now you like go to the games and like you got to show up hours, hours early to early. like get into the student section. It's overflow seating. The like the environment inside this, uh, inside the arena has just become so much better over the last year and a half, and I think that that's uh, definitely reflected by the degree to which the players have kind of kicked it up a notch. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I, I have a question for you guys. How do you guys think the role of Husky footballs, like elevation and talent and national status, like pick, sort of paved the way for our basketball program to sort of fight up into the upper echelons echelons of echelons? the... Echelons? Echelons. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough word. <laughs> of, of the Pac-12. Well, I feel like it's hard to compete with Husky football. Yeah. Especially where yeah. we started with Husky basketball. It is. But, like, do you do you think, like, Chris Peterson and the Husky football program yeah. took, like, some pressure off yeah. of the basketball Definitely. program to be great? And because the pressure was off, they were just, like, well, they I mean, out really good. Well, if, if you kind of look at it, the basketball program's kind of turned it around in the same way the football program was. What year was it where we went 0-12? <laughs> was that 2008, oh, I think? 2008, 10 years later, like, we made, we made the national playoffs – like we're consistently yeah. like a top fifteen ranked team, everything like that. Now you look at the basketball team. We went from having like some talent. We had Markel Fultz a few years ago, but being shit overall as mm-hmm. a team, and now we're really starting to turn it around. We were ranked for a little while this year. We've had some impressive wins last year at Kansas. Mm-hmm. Um, this year we've just put together a solid year in the Pac twelve. To be fair, Kansas the last couple of years has been extremely inconsistent. Inconsistent. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. This is the, this is the first year but that they did we not went, win the Big Twelve. We went yeah, into in Kansas though. That okay. was the thing. Last year we went into Kansas and beat. Them. I mean, we beat Arizona last year. Yeah, we yeah, beat Arizona at last year. home. That um, was. And it, by the way, it was the two thousand eight Washington uh, Huskies team with uh, freshman uh, or with coach Tyrone Willingham and freshman Jake Locker. Jake Locker. Fucking Locker. Oh, my goodness. The boy. The fucking goat, dude. dude. And let the record show that when we were in the national playoffs, or the, the college football playoffs, we were up at one point against Bama 7-0. <laughs> now, we were. One the point. Result, we at were. one point, we were beating Alabama, who I believe their front seven, every single one of them was a first That's Jake round. Browning, keep in mind. Yeah. Not Jake Speaking Locker. Speaking of Jake Browning, dude, what about... Jacob Eason oh, coming in. Jacob Eason. Mm. This is going to be... I don't know how we're not this ranked kid, higher. Like, the preseason rankings have us at, like... It's in the double digit. I mean, it's like, I think mean, about it. We, to be fair, football season is also still six months away. And we, yeah, we I have know, but I still eight don't see seniors how. that, like, went in... No, there were nine players that went to the draft, right? Our not defense, even including all the seniors that we lost not to the draft. Is our defense getting 
gutted, right? I mean, football? like, Greg Gaines is gone, Taylor Rapp's gone, Shit. Jordan Miller's gone, ben Byron Murphy's gone. gone, Ben Burkirvin's gone. So, yes, like, it's getting our, gutted. Our secondary, is, <laughs> like, our secondary in particular is getting gutted, and it's about so, the guys stepping up from behind So we've like, got a really new them. team, really fresh team. I'd yeah. say at least on the defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely have confidence, though, in, like, in Jimmy Lake and the other DBs coaches well, to again, coach you, up the young guys. You've been around the team. Are you at liberty to discuss, like, how the... The am, preparations are gone. I am not at liberty to discuss ah, anything. The tragedy. I actually had to sign a contract. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I can I can say I have confidence in Jimmy Lake to to develop young talent because he's done it before. Like Byron Murphy was a star his freshman year. So was uh, fuck. What's his name? Sidney Jones. We'll be so, all right. Like we're competing at we, a high level. Yeah, so we, we're competing at high level. We got got guys coming in to back up everyone that's leaving. I'm. I've got full confidence in our ability to do that as a team. Time will tell. Time will. I'm excited, tell. dude. I just can't wait to watch Jacob Beeson play. He should. He should have gone to the dogs initially. Other than Jake Browning play. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I love the man, but well, so that's funny. Watching be- him for four years. <laughs> Who said it? Jake Jake Browning is either the best mediocre quarterback that has ever existed, or the worst good quarterback, or the <laughs> most the most mediocre good quarterback <laughs> that has ever existed. No truer words I've ever been Oh, spoken. dude. This throws me back to when I was, when I met Jacob Eason and Whistler, because we went up to Whistler for a retreat, and I met for him. I didn't recognize retreat. him. Yeah, that's what I'd call it. <laughs> An alcoholic retreat. And we, uh, I was talking mad shit about <laughs> Jake Browning, and Jacob Eason was like, yo, like, that's my boy. But, like, I regret nothing. Like, <laughs> 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 like... I, I needed to articulate to him that I can't wait for him <laughs> and not Jake Browning. <laughs> I mean, okay, so Jacob Eason's his high, senior year of high school stats, 3,500 passing yards, 43 passing touchdowns, 275 passing yards a game, uh, completing two-thirds of – or oh, Jesus. <laughs> 235 divided by – I think that's two-thirds – like at least two-thirds of his – passes and with only six interceptions the entire year good god so that's impressive yeah he was extremely impressive uh, he was at lake stevens no no no, no. but um he he was at georgia Mm -hmm. right and because he he was the number one overall recruit like not even just quarterbacks over anyone and then they they lost in the sec well he got hurt no he he went his freshman year and then at the end of his freshman year or at the beginning of his sophomore year he got hurt Oh, God. I think it was the beginning of his sophomore year. I want to say that was that, too. And then Jake Fromm came in behind him, and Jake Fromm like, won off. every single game yeah. and like went the fuck off. So will, will so Eason th- have two years of eligibility here, or will he have one? Well, uh, I don't know. I, I think he might. He he's a great red shirt. He's, he's, yeah, yeah. he's one year older than us, so he he got No, he's, did he's he two red years shirt? Older than He us. already used his red shirt. He's two years older. He's one. He's only one. Is he only one? Because I remember watching sophomore year. I remember watching his highlights, like okay. their highlights, because we had the potential oh, yeah, to no, play he, them. He graduated in 2016 or 2017. So yeah. think about it. He Jacob played since 21. He played yeah. one year. He used his red shirt at Georgia. And then didn't he, know he didn't. For injury, didn't he? Oh, he, oh yes, he did. He did S- use his injury red shirt. So mm-hmm. then he comes over, and he has to sit out. So that would make him a senior when he starts playing. But can you use a fifth year? He has, like two, he has two years of college eligibility. Okay, okay. I just I just googled it. He'll be eligible for the he'll he'll be eligible for the draft in a year. Right. 
Um, that's that's another thing though too. If he goes he the go? fuck off like we good, think he yeah. does, he might go in like the first round. He could be that raw. Like honestly, if he takes us to the college football playoff and then leaves after a year, I have no no I problem. With no problem, dude. Our, got our quarterbacks lined up after him. Our quarterback <laughs> depth is fucking ridiculous yeah. right now. <laughs> like Jacob Sermon, Colson Yankov, Jacob Eason. Uh, Jake Hayner. Jake Hayner's the worst quarterback on the roster, and he's still ridiculous. Like, he still threw 40 touchdowns his senior year of high school. He was a four-star guy. Like, it's a lot of fucking touchdowns. I played yeah, against Colson Yankoff, too. and Colson Coeur d'Alene. Yeah, he, he... Not even to mention Dylan Morris or Ethan Garbers who are coming in, or Sam Heward. I don't like, know any of these names, but I'm assuming they're just raw. As fuck. So, so Dylan Morris is a four star <laughs> from Graham Kapowski, and the number one quarterback from the state of Washington. For he's committed for the 2019 class. Damn. Then we just got a four star quarterback, Ethan Garbers. He's like he's six three, two twenty. Yo, but can four we get star a kicker? Commit for 2020. Oh. <laughs> we, we have we have a kicker. <laughs> you got a kicker. Kicker named Tim Warren coming in from next year's yes. from Hawaii. He better not be ass like no, the he's, past he's four fucking, years. Uh, he's got a ball. Bring him in from he's, the islands. But we also have five-star, number one ranked pr- prospect in the 2021 class, Sam Heward, son of Damon Heward, and he goes to Kennedy. It's a five-star Five star. No, he's a quarterback. You had me excited for a second. I thought, I thought he was a I kicker too. <laughs> no, no kicker is ever going to be rated over three stars. It's not gonna, like it's Damn not it. possible. And what if they're a really good kicker? <laughs> yeah. What if they've never <laughs> they missed? They make a hundred yard field. Listen, goals. I've seen I've seen a kid from my high school. One of my best friend's older brother made a fifty-seven yard field goal. You can look it up, Austin Rico. He had a 57-yard field goal. And if that doesn't get you, like, at least a four-star. In, in a game, though? <laughs> yes. Damn. Yes. It was it, it was to send the game into overtime. The te- Like, our team was at, like, midfield. And they're just like, fuck it, dude. Like, this guy's got a leg. Let's just throw him in there. And he breaks the record at the time for the longest field goal ever made ever <laughs> at 57 yards or whatever it was. It was Jesus. insane. I mean, I, I remember watching a video on Twitter of a kid, like, breaking the record. In high school, and it was he kicked a seventy yarder. I forget. What, it, it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was like the record for high school football, and it was seventy, like longer than the NFL record. Damn. Let's see here. So, how are the how are the other football teams uh, in the Pac twelve shaping up to be um, this season? Oof. You have any idea? Oh, sixty seven. I mean, Oregon's going to be really good. <laughs> like, so I've heard. Oregon is going to be fucking good. Because have... the whole conference was kind of lackluster this year. It was us, mm-hmm. and then Oregon was ranked for a little while. Yep. They, were, they were, like, and in the low teens. Yeah, and then they but they like they, But then they beat us, They too. got Herbert back, dude. Yeah. yeah. Herbert's fucking or- good. Dude. Oregon preseason, like, deep preseason, is ranked better than us, and so is WSU, I think. Which I don't know why WSU up. would be because Minshew's gone. Yeah, I don't, Minshew is like the lifeblood of their team. They must keep their core or something. I don't know. Maybe they got some good but, recruits. But yeah, they got Herbert. They have um, like all their cores back basically. Uh, they have a solid defense. Uh, Troy Die is a fantastic defensive uh, like outside linebacker, and like he can rush the passer extremely well. He flies all over the field. They've got that five star, the number one overall prospect for twenty nineteen, Kayvon Thibodeau, who's coming in. He's winning any relation to Tom Thibodeau. I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> I'm devastated. Fucking Minnesota fuck, Timberwolves. Fan. Fucking hate Tom Tudor. <laughs> he uh, wait. No, uh, no but yeah, they they've got a bunch of good running backs coming in. Uh, what's their coach's name? Um, oh, they're gonna play here though. That's what I was gonna say. He's got. They're gonna play here, which is gonna be nice. 
Mario Cristobal. Mario Cristobal is a fantastic recruiter. Yeah. Like, he's incredible. I don't know how... This is his first year recruiting, and he has the number five ranked recruiting class in the country for Oregon. Like... Impressive. He's a fucking wizard. I don't know how he does it. (laughs) But, so, like... I think we're going to have problems with Oregon over the next 10, 15 years, probably, as long as he's their head coach. Because, like, obviously they beat us last year, and they're going to have more and more talent next year. So either we're going to have to prepare, like, a lot more and a lot better than we did, or they're going to have to be worse than they were. We do do really struggle with Oregon, but at least when it comes to Washington, that's uh, Washington State, or WSU. Yeah. I mean, we can consistently beat them. They're they're shaping up to look pretty good, though. Yeah, just as I mean, long as they can replace um, Minshew, yeah. yeah, Gardner, and like Mike Leach is another like Mike Leach's system, like his air raid system, it works the really really well. The fucking ear rape. the ear rape offense. <laughs> <laughs> that oh man, that system works really well and it, it scores a lot of points on a lot of teams. But like once you figure it out. Like Jimmy Lake and our other defensive coordinators have, you you can't really do anything and you're just screwed. You, you yeah. have no other option. And Jimmy Lake figured it out like his first year here, and it's been figured out the whole time. So we always whoop their ass. Yeah. How many years? How many years has he been here for? Four. Four. Right. Maybe, it, wait, maybe five now. If you but, make WSU run the ball, you're gonna beat them. Yep. Like that's the, like the snow made WSU snow run did, the ball. The snow did help. I will admit. And Miles Gaskin went off. Miles um, Gaskin had a hell of a game. Yeah, look at this. Oh, year. that was awesome. Yeah, the perfect way to to send out our. our by the way, my uh, cousin is having a, a baby boy soon, and he's gonna he's like debating between Miles for Miles Gaskin and just Leo. And I'm like, dude, dude with Miles, Miles Gaskin, name it after Miles Gaskin. Idiot. Like, <laughs> name it after Miles Gaskin. Living legend. Miles. But yeah, dude, Miles Legend had Miles Gaskin, not Miles Legend. <laughs> Had an incredible season this year. Perfect way to it's cap off his senior year. I'm going to miss go. that guy, dude. I'm going to miss him. He's to the league. You think? Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, I would like to see it. I mean, I, I'd be willing to bet he has value as at least like a third down back or something like that. I don't think he's going to be a superstar or anything. Do, do you guys think Jake Browning will be a second no. string quarterback? No. No. I very much doubt it. He'll no. be on a practice team. He, he, <laughs> did, he did a fantastic job in the combine, so I wouldn't be surprised if he got like he drafted did? in like eight. Yeah. Can you articulate? Um. So he wasn't as slow as... Everyone thought no. He, he ran a four. He ran a four seven five. He's an athlete. <laughs> yeah, told <laughs> four seven five. It, was, it wasn't great, but it wasn't as bad as everyone thought it would be. And uh, I thought he'd be when he was five. when he was th- like doing his throwing routes to the wide receivers. He was doing a really really good job on his timing routes and being precise and accurate. Okay. And that's obviously because there was no defense in his face. Because once there's a defense, he shits his pants. <laughs> yeah. um, but he did a really good job at the combine, so I wouldn't be surprised if a team ends up like going after him and taking him in the seventh or something and then they'll probably realize after half a season that he's not going to do anything in the league and then shove him away and he's going to go do something else harsh dude probably go go back to his own old high school and start coaching his old high school dude what about the xfl my guy (laughs) dude jake browning isn't of all people is not equipped to be in the xfl that's so true what about the he could be an aaf guy i think he's he's solid enough he's smart enough to play in the aaf the Mediocre <laughs> NFL, I guess. The XFL should be a topic for another day. I oh god, the XFL will be fun. That's <laughs> that's an entirely new, entirely different episode. Will be the XFL. 
<laughs> well, in conclusion, boys, we're we're almost at our twenty minute mark. Go what? Go fucking dogs! Yeah, though, right? I would one hundred percent agree with that. Big things statement. ahead. Big, Big things, things ahead. ahead. Hopeful for the future. Very. This is just the best time to be a dogs fan is right now. Like mm-hmm. I could mm-hmm. not have asked to have been born in a more perfect year than to be attending college at this point. This is the first time in Husky we, Athletics. We we took the Pac-12 championship in football and basketball for the first time in how long this year? The, like decades. It was, like I have no idea when the last time we did it was, but like the last time anyone in the Pac-12 did it was 2001. Like this Damn. is some historic shit. It's been almost one score since it's happened. <laughs> <laughs> a score of years. All right. Damn. Well, Things are looking up. Okay, let's wrap it up. Alrighty. The Real Bros of the U District signing off. Alright. Adios.